Hello and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. This is the tactical debrief where we take a deep dive into Aston Villa against Chelsea. Another nil-nil, so I've got experience from the last nil-nil we had. I can dissect the nil-nil. Uh, so we've got loads to go through, average positions. We've got some still images. We've got some stats. Um, we've also got the tactical pad to have a look at as well. So loads to get through. And I'm going to pick two players to have a look at their performances and how they're doing and how one could possibly improve a little bit. Um, so some constructive criticism is good. He's good. It's healthy. Uh, I think it's good. Uh, looking at the best in a player and trying to get the best out of a player is the best way that you can look at any player that's in a, a little bit of a, a sticky patch with form, shall we say. So stay tuned for that. But the Villa form, it's not that bad. You know, two losses in 15, is it? Or something, two losses in 16. He's not bad at all. You know, to get a replay in an FA Cup game against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, a team that are playing really well. You know, they were going for 10 wins in a row at Stamford Bridge and they've sorted themselves out. They are pressing the Pochettino way, attacking really good. They look lively. They look a completely different team now to the team at the start of the season. So to get a draw and get a replay, I'm more than happy with that. You know, it's a team that have coached really, really well. We didn't lose. We stuck in there. We had chances. So all in all, I think I'm okay with the draw. I'm okay with the performance. Um, it's not time for me, especially, to get squeaky bum at Villa's form and get worried and think that we're not going to achieve this and we're having a mare and we're going to capitulate. And I'm nowhere, literally, like, nowhere near it. Not even the little scale hasn't even, like, twitched a little bit. Um, you know, we, we're doing absolutely amazingly well and I think... We've just got to keep going. We've got to keep going. We'll we'll find some goals from somewhere. We'll have a performance where we score a couple and we're on our way again. You know, form starts motoring, confidence starts motoring. Um, but, you know, there's a maturity to the side, which I like. A couple of games ago, we've got, we don't keep no clean sheets and now we've kept two clean sheets. So, you know, it's just like that, isn't it? Football's like that. And I think, yeah, big game on Tuesday. Do them over and everything looks really good again. So if you have a little look at Villa's form, you know, you're going back to, um, you've got Chelsea draw, Everton draw, beat Borough, beat Burnley, lost to United, drew to Sheffield United. And then that's the worst of the form, really. You know, a couple of draws. You know, what what is what is this life as Villa fans? You know, we, I think we've just got to keep going, really, and just... Stay positive, you know, beat Arsenal, beat City, beat Drew to Bournemouth, beat Legia, beat Tottenham, beat Fulham, beat Alkmaar, lost to Fulham, lost to Forest there. So, you know, two losses in, you know, nearly two months is, is, is not bad. It's not it's not bad from Villa, is it? I don't think it's not it's not bad at all. Um, so if we have a little look then uh, at some of the stats from the game, we've got... Um, 43% possession, 13 shots, five on target. So we had more shots on target than Chelsea. Seven corners, which I thought we were quite creative at times with our set pieces. Three kicks, 12. Let's have a look at passing. 367 passes, 83% passing accuracy, which is down on down for Aston Villa. But that was all part of the Chelsea press. Uh, we've got dribble success of 63%. 
long ball success, 55%. And we've got Jules won 43 and Aerials won 11. Um, so, yeah, all in all, a decent game, a decent game. But the main bulk of this episode is I'm going to highlight two players that I want to talk about. And the first one I want to talk about is Amy Martinez. Debu Martinez is so good. So, so good. Like, those spider saves that he does now, those trademark World Cup spider saves are just incredible. Like, he's so big and strong and imposing. Uh, saving with his feet from Madwake, I think it was, was just majestic. Uh, I absolutely love him. And I think, you know, there needs to be more talk about Martinez. You know, it's he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League. He's so clutch. He's, so, he's such a clutch save goalkeeper. And I now think that he's starting to read players and I think that's, I don't think any keeper does that. I don't think any keeper would will read a player's body position to, to, to completely make that save. But Martinez is doing that now. He, he's going down to, he's going early and he's making saves as well. His distribution is 10 times better than what it was before. That was one of his weak points, his distribution. And now that's got better. I do think at times we're going a bit too long against Chelsea. I will stick by that. You know, the ball was coming back quite a lot. But the other thing is, sweeper-keeper mode is just... Sweeper-keeper Martinez, is that hits differently now as well. You know, that is another level. He's improved that to his game. And you can see here, you've got his, his heat map. You know, that heat map outside the 18-yard box, coming off that line, reading it really well now and reading it really quickly. It's absolutely it's absolutely brilliant. 72% uh, passing accuracy. Uh, he was just really, really good. Long balls, he'd got six out of 16 accuracy. So I think that probably does back up what I was trying to say uh, in the match reaction yesterday. But... Absolutely sublime. Best goalkeeper in the Premier League for me by a mile. By a mile. Like, when you need him, he makes those big saves. He makes them every time. Time and time again, he makes that save. So, Martinez, absolutely fantastic for me. Next player we're going to talk about is Moussa Diaby. Now, I know Moussa Diaby is hot topic at the minute. Uh, for his way in which he's playing in the Villa side. And I think I think he is absolutely fantastic. Anyone who understands football and, and has, can, can pick a player, can see that this player can play. I do think this system is hurting his game a little bit in the sense of, he doesn't look at whole. He doesn't look in control of the ball as much as I think his natural game would if he was out wide. And I think he's gonna. He's got to learn. I think the other thing to note as well is that Unai transforms players. 
Uno transforms players from the players that they were. So a player arrives Aston Villa with some good attributes and Uno will change his game. We've seen it time and time again with Tielemans, with Bailey. So we have to stick with Bailey. But I do think one area in his game that I think doesn't help him, and I don't think this is his fault at all, it's this. The ball going long. So ball goes long up to here, up to a centre-back for Diaby to win. And this centre-back climbs over and wins that ball off Diaby. That, it, it's just not Diaby's game. He, he, he just, he won't, Moussa Diaby, with his back to goal, running this way, is, is not effective, he's really not effective, so we've got to find a way of that ball, either sticking more with Watkins, or another way of us getting this ball into Diaby, when Diaby's playing in this role, where we've got Watkins, Diaby, McGinn, so I think this that ball is something that I'm going to say it's not working for DRB. And he either needs to find a way or we either need to find a way for that ball to work a lot better. Um, and I think that will, that will help massively. I think this position here is a very difficult position to play because you're asking them to play out here, out here. You've kind of got to be everywhere, really. And you've got to have a bit more link-up partnership, I think. I think we need to have a just a little bit more of a partnership with Watkins and DRB for that to grow a little bit. And that's going to grow with time. So for me, I think I'm okay with his overall game. It's just that area that I'm personally looking at a little bit. Here we've got the average positions from that game as well. So, you know, this is where every player was averaged on the pitch. And you can see you've got Kamara in that little screening role. We've got Cash's position wasn't too far advanced. You've got Moreno's average position wasn't too advanced either. So Chelsea really did a job on our fullbacks of, of penning them in and not allowing Moreno to have an average position of somewhere over there. His average position is, is in and around there. Like we touched on uh, in the match preview and the predicted lineup, you can see Sterling was a little bit more central. Uh, but I think with Chelsea's left back and right back issues before the game, you can see that their left back didn't really go forward too much either. Uh, so I think that was you know one position to note as well. Um, and then you've kind of got Caicedo in there on his own. And you've got uh, Fernandez in there as well. So, um, yeah, so I think it was okay. We need to add another player in here as well, don't I? I haven't added a Chelsea player. Uh, but, yeah, so those are the average positions. And I think we managed to do quite well in central midfield as well. So, I think central midfield, we, we, we did well. Um, and it was okay. It was an okay performance. It was an okay game. Um, but something I did pick up on, which I want to show you, not that one first. I want to show you this one first, where we're talking about Diaby. This is the best version of Diaby you'll get with his head to goal, with the ball at his feet, dribbling at a player that's trying to jockey him. 
And this is where Watkins created, you know, a, a real good chance. And and this highlights the best of Diaby and, and where we want to see Diaby more. We want to see Diaby more in, in 1v1 situations. I want to see him not with his back to goal, you know, running that way. I want to see him running this way, you know, against someone like that. So I think that shows you know, the best part of Diaby's game and, you know, some good link up here would have been, you know, nice to see a little bit more. So, you know, that highlights the best of Diaby's game. Something that I thought Watkins did fantastically well was his hold-up. And you can see the difference here with Watkins' back to goal. He's a completely different player, you know, and here, he, he runs into sort of central midfield a little bit. You know, we've got that ball into that area. You can see that Diaby's on that shoulder there as well. So, you know, this was good from Watkins. And I think Watkins did have, you know, a really good game. One thing that I do think we've got to improve on, and it's something that I've seen that we are suspect to a few times now. Um, it's not the ball over the top. It's this reverse pass. This this reverse pass at times is a bit of a problem for Villa defending. You can see Sterling's up against two players. He plays this beautiful reverse pass through uh, to Cole Palmer, who, when Cole Palmer retrieves this ball, you've got Bubakar Kamara, the wrong side of Cole Palmer, and Palmer's able to put a ball into that area there. And then we saw it again in, in, in um, the second half, another reverse pass, which means that Cash is the wrong side of the Chelsea player. Then the Chelsea player can get a sort of a free cross into the box uh, unchallenged. I think we've really got to look out for those little reverse passes. And I think that's just something that we just need to work on a little bit when, when, when defending, really. So um, all in all, I think it was a decent performance. Um, and I think we just need to grow a little bit now. We have a bit of confidence. We need a big performance against Newcastle, and we need to score some goals, win a game, and everything's looking really, really good again. Um, so the draw is going to be interesting. We're in the fifth round draw, so we will be going live on Sunday for the fifth round draw. So come and join us for that. We've got a big episode out tomorrow. It is fantastic. It's so good, right? The guest is amazing. And like I said, if you didn't watch the live stream yesterday, I'm trying to take the channel further and push it further with more guests with more interesting content for you guys, for content that you will gain something from. So, Kieran Maguire, learning about Villa's finances, even like dumbing it down. You know, I'm not saying it needs to be dumbed down, but like just explained on a, on a really good level. So, we all gain knowledge on commercial revenue, on corporate revenue, on revenue, and you know, we're football fans, and, and some people that watch this might just watch football and want to watch football, but to understand that offside part of the game, 
that might be new to people. So to get Kieran on was brilliant and, and it was so great and the episode went down really well. And then we've got another guest on tomorrow where it's completely different and we're going to learn something and it's really, really good. And, you know, that that's why I do this. I want to create good content for you. I want to create different content. I want to, I want to give you all different uh, varieties of content of a match previews different to a predicted lineup. We've got fan cams, we've got debriefs, we've got transfer episodes. You know, every piece of our content is completely different. And I love creating it, and hopefully you guys love watching it. Uh, I'm going to put the de uh, description to uh, Sofa Score in the uh, the link in the description of Sofa Score. Uh, you can scan this code as well on screen uh, and download it. By doing that, it really helps the channel, helps the channel grow. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got some really good things coming this year on this channel. Uh, like always, I'm, I'm pushing it, I'm driving it. Um, I'm trying to get different guests on, better, you know, just better content, really. Um, and I have, I've got to say, right, I'm going to tease one. I've got one guest who's who's absolutely massive, right, massive. And he has said he'll come on. Um, so we've just got to bide our time, I think. So he said he's coming on. So that's good. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, hopefully more guests, more different varieties of content, uh, and you're all going to absolutely love it. So, cheers, everyone, for supporting. Make sure you are clicking Sofa Score, uh, and that special guest episode is out tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Uh, so, stay tuned for that. Up the villa. <laughs>